now, from the Mousecapade Studios, here are your hosts. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Brad, Kaylee, and Joey. We pray that you're all staying safe and that you had an amazing Thanksgiving day. This is episode 569, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you on just about any budget. It only takes a $200 refundable deposit to hold your reservation, so call us today for a free quote. Thanksgiving being yesterday, we thought sharing our favorite Disney table service meals with you seemed appropriate. Each of us is going to share our favorite table service restaurants at the Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom, Disney Springs, and Disney Resorts. So mom, why don't you start us off it seems like we should start off with the park that started it all in orlando i mean it only makes sense to me the magic kingdom we've eaten at three different table service restaurants there um the plaza that's at the end of the main street across from casey's uh hot dogs restaurant casey's corner and it's also next door to the main street ice cream place if you've ever been there tony's italian restaurant which is right when you enter the park, if you come in on the right-hand side, it's right there in the big building to the right. And then Liberty Tree Tavern. Of all of them that we've eaten there, I think that my favorite has to be Liberty Tree Tavern. Uh, we just ate there again on our most re- recent trip, Brad and I did, when we took our friends Angie and Mike there so that they could try it for the first time. It's just a really good deal um, for the money and the food is delicious. Like there's always something there for everybody to be able to eat. I can't imagine that anybody could really go away from there unhappy because there are other choices to pick from but why would you not pick that all you can eat buffet the family style where they bring it to you um and then you can just get refills on what you want of that food so that's why i think that for me that would be the choice of the three restaurants um there's nothing against the plaza. I thought it was good, but there's so many good choices. That's, you know, something that we don't think about going back to. Uh, Brad, what is your favorite Magic Kingdom table service restaurant so far? I think for Magic Kingdom, I would have to say mine would be Liberty Tree Tavern for sure. Uh, it's just lots of good food. I know it's not up everyone's alley because it's, you know, it's family style, family style. It's served family style. A lot of people don't necessarily like that or the type of food you get at family style but I really like it. It's really good. So that would be it for me. So Kaylee, what is your favorite Magic Kingdom table service restaurant? I agree with you two. I didn't realize until we were prepping for this episode that we had only eaten at three what are considered table service restaurants in Magic Kingdom, I guess, because I didn't realize there aren't nearly as many there as there are in other parks and other areas in Disney. Um, But I would agree with mom and dad that Liberty Tree is my favorite I do think it's some of the most authentic American food you can get anywhere in the parks. I mean, everything's fried. And when you come to Disney, pretty much you can get, quote, American food everywhere. But it's the closest to a sit-down meal at home. So I think it's a neat experience for people who maybe come from other countries to experience that. Because it's not similar to the kinds of foods that other people eat regularly, maybe in their own homes in other countries. So I think that's an aspect of it that makes me like it as well. And part of that, Kaylee, I apologize is, well, I apologize and I don't. A lot of times we don't always eat in the Magic Kingdom a sit-down meal because we're enjoying the park so much that we wait and eat it outside of there, which probably will come out later in this show when we're talking about other places. So those are my 
that was my reasoning behind choosing that restaurant compared to the other two. And now we just have Joey left. So what do you think, dude? Well, I don't really remember eating at the Plaza and Tony's was not not that great. So I'm also going to have to go with Liberty Tree Tavern like you guys all did. So I guess we're all on the same page for Magic Kingdom. Um, you guys hit on most of the stuff I wanted to talk about. I guess I'll just talk about the portions. There's You're not going to leave Liberty Tree Tavern hungry because there's just they just serve so much of it. And they just keep bringing more. So even if you are like, you can know that you're going to get however much food you need before you leave there. So when you were doing our trip report, did you hear what I said about the dessert? Apparently, it is also bottomless. And I think it's a good thing I didn't know that. I think you would have got sick. No, I don't think I would have gotten more. I was pushing it to just finish that dessert. But yeah, I didn't realize that the dessert was all you could eat till this last trip. Yeah. Well, moving on to Epcot, Mom, we've eaten at the Coral Reef, Le Chef de Francais, Via Napoli, Tutto Italia, Nine Dragons, Teppanato, and you at the Rose and Crown on your girls' trip. So why don't you tell us about your favorite table service restaurant at Epcot? This one was so hard because all of those foods are so different. Because we try, intentionally, we try to eat at different places. And if I had to narrow it down to one, I think I'm going to say Teppanado. And I know that we have uh, Japanese here that we can have cooked in front of us. But just something about being in the Disney bubble and both times that we ate there, the cook was just amazing and created masterpieces out of the food. Like the first year was a Santa Claus. I can't remember what the, or maybe the second year. I don't know. One of the years they made a Santa Claus out of our food while they were cooking it. And it's just very entertaining. And I just loved it. I I loved all those places. So I don't want to downplay any of the rest of them. Well, let me rephrase that. With the exception of Nine Dragons, we've not gone back there. I'm not going to poo-poo it because this is not an episode on what not to go to. I will just tell you, if you are not an eccentric eater, don't go there. Um, but Teppanado, yeah, I think that I think that's going to be my number one choice for Epcot, believe it or not. And Brad, what is yours? This will be interesting because I don't think I even know. I think I'm going to have to go with Via Napoli only because of the pizza. It was really good. And that might just be a, since it was... From the first time we ate there, it was really good. The times that I've had it in quick serve after that, it's not been as great. But the sit down the first time was really good. So I think I'm going to have to go with that. It's just the cheese on their pizza and the, you know, the oven brick way they prepare it. It's really good. Yeah, and make sure they know Brad is a cheese pizza connoisseur, him and Joey. And so Mm -hmm. that's all that's on his pizza. You can't. There's not a, (laughs) Joey's giving me the thumbs up, but that's the truth. So if you like, and I'm not saying that it's not, that it's bad pizza either. I'm just saying they're telling you about cheese pizza so that you want to know what you're looking or what they're judging. Yeah. So I would definitely have to tip my hat to Via Napoli. Kaylee, what do you think would be your favorite one table service at Epcot? Well, mine is different from yours and mom's. I wondered if we would be on the same page for Epcot because I think we've eaten at the most restaurants at Epcot compared to anywhere else. Um, and mine is Chef de Francais. I, because I like all the other places and it's really hard to decide because they are foods from different countries. And so it's not like you're picking your favorite food out of like American food. You're having to choose between kind of different countries, home foods. But I think I chose that one because it has the most foods there that you can't get at least where we live, like lobster bisque and uh, the 
grilled cheese ham and sandwich which yes you can make that at home but it never tastes the same as they make it in the restaurant and the desserts there are also some of the most eccentric of the places that we've eaten in Epcot so I think that's why I chose that one because what are you saying you're saying I don't make you a swan eclair for you to have for dessert (laughs) I mean, sorry, I'm, I'm just, exposing you. I'm just totally teasing you. I'm exposing you that you're a real working mom that has a life. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. No, I thought it was a true fact what you're saying, but I was like picturing the little swan eclair that they bring out or the creme brulee with the little, that they have to use the the whatever torch for. Blow torch, yeah. Yeah, nothing that I have at our house to make. <laughs> I can't say that mom's ever whipped out a blowtorch in the kitchen. I'm not sure that's a good idea. And I know how to cook. <laughs> Probably not. But yeah, so the, that's my reasoning for choosing that restaurant. Well, we were four for four the first part. And now we're all separate. So what do you say, Joey? I will say I was surprised with dad's pick. I thought he was also going to go Le Chef de Francais. Um, I almost did pick Le Chef de Francais, but I think I'm going to have to join mom with Tepanado. I really like Tepanado. That's definitely my favorite in Epcot. Uh, it's, I don't remember the last time we ate there. I think it was 2018. Yeah, I, it was just really good because I've, I've had hibachi before and it was just like everything else at Disney. It is just a step up above the rest. So I guess we'll move on now to Hollywood Studios. We've eaten at the 50s Primetime Cafe, Hollywood and Vine, the Sci-Fi Diamond Theater, and Mom, you've eaten at the Mama Melrose on the girls' trip. So why don't you tell us about your favorite table service restaurant at Hollywood Studios? Again, these are four very different experiences. Hollywood and Vine is buffet. Uh, Sci-Fi is different because you're sitting in a car at a like drive-in place. 50s Primetime is like you've gone back in time and your mom is... The, rel- the people are your relatives. And then Mama Melrose is kind of like a glorified pasta house if you have one in your town or a macaroni grill. So they're very, very hard. And I was really struggling with what I should say, but I think I'm going to go with sci-fi dine-in theater. I think that we've had the best quality meals there. Now, again, it's Disney. Everything's really, really good. But it seems like consistently when we go there, if we get a steak... It is magnificent. In fact, a lot of the times that is the best steak we get on property. Even if we go to uh, restaurants that take two dining points to go to, we've always had excellent steaks there. Uh, Joey and I have had amazing pasta there, shrimp pasta, chicken pasta, and uh, their desserts are amazing. So I'm going to say sci-fi dine-in. I really like that experience. I know it's not for everybody. Joey's going to put in his two cents. I really love the, uh, the Cajun shrimp pasta there, that one really just knocks it out of the park. It's, it is. I mean, I just, I've never, I've heard a couple people say they didn't like it, but most of it was because they don't like it to be, it's in a dim situation and they said they couldn't see their food, but I guess nobody thought like us to, we use our phone flashlights to look our food over. Not because we want to, you know, make sure everything's kosher. We just want to see what it looks like because it's like a piece of work, a piece of art when you, you get it and you want to see what it looks like. So that is definitely what I'm thinking. I'm curious to see what the rest of you guys say because, uh, you know, one of them we've only been to one or two times. I can't remember the others. We've been to more. And I really am kind of curious to what you guys are going to say. So Brad is up next to tell us his thoughts of Hollywood Studios. So I have to tip my hat to sci-fi. That's going to be my favorite because of the steak, like you were saying. The steaks are really good there. This one was a close one for me with 50s primetime. 
only because of their fried chicken. It's really, it's really good there at prime time. But I think I have to give the edge to the steak at Sci-Fi. It's consistently, like you said, consistently better every time we get it, I believe. Um, and I usually, if you know me at all, I usually kill my steak with ketchup. I usually don't have to do that. If it's good enough, if it's a good enough steak and it tastes good enough, I don't have to put anything on it. And I don't think I usually put anything on it there at Sci-Fi. Well, they serve it that yum, that yummy garlic butter sauce. I think yeah. that even though I know when they have it on there, sometimes you like think it's too much, but I really think that that adds to the flavor of the steak. So that has to definitely be mine, is sci-fi. Kaylee, what are your thoughts on this one, Hollywood Studios? Mine is actually, I was torn, I think, the most in this park of any of them, but I think I actually prefer 50s primetime over sci-fi dining. Mine didn't come down to the food, mine was the experience side of things because one we've done the sci-fi dine-in more than 50s two the sci-fi reel that plays while you eat has not changed at all it's been the same every time we've gone and we've been there probably five six times and it's still the same and i know that like they're limited in terms of what kind of movies and stuff and their the compilation they have they're trying to show you from different iconic movies and shows of the era but it gets a little dull after a while for me and it's also the fact that that restaurant is more for the ambiance than anything it's not really to talk and i prefer to have the time to sit down and talk with people at a meal because the rest of the parks are go 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 and there's wait time in line but if you're a family like us that knows how to time things, and a lot of times we don't wait very long, there's not a lot of time to just sit and talk until the end of the day when you're all exhausted. And the primetime ambiance is nice. The room changes every time. I don't think we've sat in the same place once or same room maybe, but never the same table, which happens sometimes in some places. So those were all the reasons I chose 50s primetime instead of sci-fi but it was close because the food is good at both. Especially, I like remember the milkshakes at 50s primetime because I'm not somebody who prefers milkshakes. I like ice cream more, but I get a milkshake there every time because it's really good. Yeah, the only thing I would add about the sci-fi, it's back to what Vic said. The only thing I don't like is sometimes you, you can barely see the food you're eating. I don't like that part of it. I don't like that part of sci-fi, but the food makes up for it. But I can see where you would choose 50s. It's a good one. After all that, Joey, I feel like you're going to pick a side. Which side are you choosing? I've got to pick a side because I don't really remember Hollywood and Vine. And if it was a buffet, I don't think it would have beaten out sci-fi or 50s anyway. So it comes down to those two for me. But going back on what Kaylee said, I didn't account this when I was thinking beforehand and making my decision. But at the sci-fi, I don't mind that they don't change the clips. I just wish that the loop was a little bit longer because we watched that loop two times fully and then like maybe 15 minutes again a third time. I wish it was long enough to be one time fully and then maybe 10 minutes before we leave. But but we just, we like at, by the time we leave, we've already watched it over twice and then some, so it is a bit much. But for me, my final choice, all the food at both of them was equal to me. It was, they're very good, even though they have some different stuff there. What really came, what really came down to was, I made a discovery, I believe it was the last time we were there. <laughs> 2018. 2018 was the last time we were at the 50s. Um, 50s primetime has a peanut butter and jelly shake. 
and they were tied without it, but with that shake, it puts them over the edge, and I'm gonna have to give it to 50s Primetime, is my favorite in Hollywood studios. And they do homestyle cooking, and that's not always my favorite, not my top pick. I know that mom can attest that I'm not exactly a big meatloaf eater, but I love that meatloaf there. It, it's just so good. I know that always amazes me that you picked that. I, I didn't I didn't think I would have pulled that off a menu in a million years, but I saw it and I was like, I really want meatloaf right now. And I ate it and it was really good. So moving on to Animal Kingdom. Mom, we've only eaten at two restaurants there. So what's your favorite, the Tusker House or the Yak and Yeti? Are we allowed to do a tie in this show? <laughs> you can do what you want. We created it. You do what you want. It's your show. No, honestly, it's two very different restaurants. It's so much like, I mean, I know it's not as many restaurants as Epcot, but in the same respect as what Kaylee was saying, they're so diverse. Uh, Tusker House is has American food, but it also has African style foods in there. But that's fun to me to try new things. And then you have Yak and Yeti, which is Asian food. Um, and you can get that also where we live, but you can't really, I don't think there's really an African restaurant around here. That being said, you definitely need to go to Tusker House, especially for the character experience when they reopen, because you see uh, Donald and Daisy, which are characters that you don't see in a lot of places. But I'm going to pick Yak and Yeti. Ever since the first time we tried it, 2010, without fail, if I'm not mistaken, we have been there every year since 2010. Our I went this year and Brad went this year. Unfortunately, the kids won't be able to partake of that because it is in a park and we're not going back to the parks this year just due to the pandemic. And we want to make sure that things are safe for everybody when they go back. The steak and shrimp there is amazing. I hope I'm not stealing somebody else's choice, but if I am, they can just talk to it. Um, okay, so that I won't talk to dessert because I know Kayla's shaking her head yes and I'll let her talk to her favorite dessert. The lo mein is the best lo mein we had. We like the lettuce cups, which are similar to if you have a PF Chang's by you, they're, they're similar to, to lettuce wrap. And they're just, everything that we've ever gotten there has been amazing. And so, and we've brought people with us that have got different things, honey chicken. And I don't know, it's just top notch. And the service there is always awesome too. The waiter, if they can keep, we've said this before, if the waiters can keep, or waitresses can keep up with Brad and Joey's soda habit or water habit or lemonade habit, whatever it is, they get a nice tip from, I mean, an extra nice tip from us because those two just need a pitcher on the table with a straw. So I'm going to let Brad speak. I think I know what pretty much everybody's going to say, but I'm not positive. So I'm, this is going to be interesting for me to hear. Okay, yes, mine will definitely be Yak and Yeti. It's, again, I'm not going to repeat the reasons. It's like you said, the steak and shrimp, excellent. I don't have to put anything on the steak. It's that good. Uh, I will give an honorable mention, though, to Tusker House. It was really good when we the time we ate there. Uh, and they do have a kid's line and an adult line. <laughs> and I know this firsthand because <laughs> I came back to the table from going through the, the bar, and I'm like, wow, that was really low. I had to bend down to get my food. And my family is like, you went through the kid line or the kid table. And I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. I've not heard this story. I've never heard this story. <laughs> you didn't hear it? No, there's no way I heard that story. I Were you in the that. bathroom? <laughs> I don't know. I might have been in line. <laughs> oh, I remember because mom I... pointed it out. They give me crap about it all the time, Joey. It's... I've never, never heard that. <laughs> But this time, Brad, you didn't have the sirloin steak when we went. You had the ribeye. That was something new. Yeah, still really good. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it wasn't. I was just letting you know, again, he did not catch up up his uh, ribeye either. So No, no ketchup needed. That's all I'll say. So, Kaylee, what about you? What's going to be your favorite on this one? 
Mine is definitely Yak and Yeti. Has my favorite dessert in all of Walt Disney World. Wow, I didn't know you said all of that. That's a big compliment. That's a big claim. Like, I think because I like desserts, like I'm a big sweets person, but this is so different. You can't get it here. Like you can get brownies and ice cream and they even sell Mickey's ice cream sandwiches in stores now, like Walmart, but they do, you cannot get this unless you figure out how to make it from scratch at home. You cannot get fried wontons with cream cheese in the middle, skewered with pineapple with the icing on top. It's too good. The honey vanilla drizzle. You can't get it anywhere else. Plus, I would say for me, the food at Tusker House is not what like deters me because that food was really good and it was nice to try things that were really out of my comfort zone without having to splurge buying a whole table service meal on it. Since it's a buffet, you could try things and if you didn't like it, you didn't have to feel bad for not eating all of it. So I like that they have that option in a buffet rather than a sit down, you order the whole meal and then you're like, I don't care for this, but I bought it. So I guess I got to eat it. I'm, I like having pictures with characters looking back on those. They're cute. I'm, I hate character interactions. I just don't like them. That's just how (laughs) I am. I'm not a fake person. I'm very straight up and I'm not trashing the magic, but I just can't. I can't make the magic on my own. I can't do it. It's just not me. So I think that's part of it because I'm eating and then they're like, time to take a picture. I'm like, I have a mouthful of food. (laughs) I'm eating here. (laughs) But then that's again, a weird interaction for me. And it, yeah. So that's Yak and Yeti. Food's good. I like that you sit. You're unbothered. My life's motto. All right, Joey, your turn. Well, I'm going to come in here and round it out at four for four with Yak and Yeti as well. I, I just, it's just really good. I, I think I get the same thing every time. At least the meal, I get the, the shrimp lo mein every time. And it, it's always really good. I think I've tried the coconut shrimp. Uh, like someone else, I think, got that at one point and I tried it. And it was also really good. And I actually like the dessert they have there. It's not fried wontons for me. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of the fried wontons. Um, for me, I really like the mango pie. It's not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and say it's my favorite in all of Disney, but it's definitely very good and it's worthy of the Disney seal. <laughs> well, it's light though. It's not, um, the mango pie. That is the one thing I think that I like about it. I don't know about you. It's not as heavy as like a chocolate lava cake or something. If you're wanting a good dessert that, that, that makes you get your sweet, that's the good dessert to get. But you don't want a lava cake where you're already stuffed at Yak and Yeti and then you're rolling out of there with lava cake inside your stomach to go ride a ride. <laughs> Let's go hop on Mount Everest. No, thanks. <laughs> well, Mom, we've done all the parks. Now I guess we'll move on to Disney Springs. We've eaten at Marimoto Asia, Raglan Road, Planet Hollywood, and the three of you ate at Paddlefish last year. What is your favorite Disney Springs table service restaurant? First of all, the only reason the three of us ate is because Joey chose sleep over food, which I think sleep and food are about 50-50 in Joey's life, but he decided sleep was more important. I also think, I don't think I've eaten at Planet Hollywood either. You did not. You didn't eat there, but we did bring it to you. We bring it back, we brought it back to the room. I don't, I don't remember that. Was that 2009? It yes. was. It was our yeah, first trip. I don't remember that. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, so then you only have a couple places to choose from, but that's okay. Or you can choose none. It doesn't matter. But I went over and over this in my mind. And again, all very good restaurants. But I think I'm going to pick the Paddlefish. I am super excited. We're going to get to go back there again at Christmas time because, of course, it's not in a park. So as long as the pandemic doesn't get worse, we will be able to go to Paddlefish 
Um, again, it, it, the seafood was amazing. The view was awesome. We were right by a window on a paddle boat, overlooking the lake, watching those cars that that are boats, whatever they call those, aqua fins or aqua car or something like that. Um, it was just a really beautiful day and we got to sit inside and look out the window. I don't know. And the food was just awesome. And so I don't know what the rest of them will say, but that's what I'm going to say. Brad, what do you think about Disney Springs? So for me, I believe I would have to say my new one is Paddlefish. Morimoto was really good, but Paddlefish was just over the top to me, excellent. So I think I'm gonna have to go with Paddlefish. Raglan Road, obviously none of these are bad, I'm not saying that, but Paddlefish just was really fresh fish. It was just very fresh and it's very, you could tell it was quality food that they're serving you there. So that's why I would tip my hat to that one. For you guys though, I don't think that you've eaten at Raglan Road since like 2010. So you may not even remember it. Like we just ate there again. Your dad just had fish and chips there. And I had that noki see, noki do. But you guys probably maybe don't even remember eating there. So yeah, Kaylee, given that, what do you think you're going to go with on Disney Springs for your favorite? Well, I don't remember Raglan Road. I remember where we sat. I don't remember what I ate. Planet Hollywood, I remember the food was fine. Like not bad but I know you can get that kind of food at a lot of places for how expensive it is because you're paying for the atmosphere. And then Morimoto Asia was also very good. We just did that last year, but it was really expensive and it was Chinese food, which you can get Chinese food in a lot of places that aren't that expensive. So for me, it was paddlefish because the food was really good. I remember the dessert being really good. I can't even remember what I got. I think it Something was... Something with a brownie. I think it was a brownie shake. It was so good. Um, and I had to roll off the boat, but it was really nice. <laughs> but you were having your, I'm going on Atkins after Christmas meal, so it's all good. So I was eating everything I could. That's why Paddlefish is my favorite. All right, Joey. Well, I don't remember eating at Raglan Road. I don't remember Planet Hollywood, and I didn't eat at the Paddlefish. Um, I guess I'll say Morimoto Asia. Uh, I wouldn't really say this is a, this is a favorite. It, it was very good. Uh, I just don't really, I don't have too many memories of the table service at Disney Springs. Uh, Morimoto Asia is really the only one I can recall off the top of my head. I don't know if I've done anything else there that I can remember. Um, but it was very good. Uh, it was, it was very expensive. I do remember that. But if we weren't to be looking at prices, yes, I would say Morimoto Asia was very good and that was worth it. So now we're moving into one of the heaviest hitters, I think, for table service restaurants, and that is the Disney Resorts. This might be one of the hardest ones to pick off of. So let's let's see if I can rattle off all the ones we've eaten at so far. We've eaten at Ohana at the Polynesian Resort, Cape May Cafe at the Beach Club Resort, the Flying Fish on the Boardwalk, California Grill at the Contemporary Resort, the Surf and Turf Club at Saratoga Springs, 1900 Park Fair, Grand Floridian Cafe. Oh, wait, sorry. Uh, I'm going back to 1900. 1900 Park Fair and Grand Floridian Cafe at the Grand Floridian. Whispering Canyon Cafe at the Wilderness Lodge. And Boma at the Animal Kingdom's Jamba House. Mom, what is your favorite table service restaurants of all the Disney Resorts table service restaurants? And this is so hard, honestly. Because I like them all for so many different reasons. I think I'm going to say... Something that I think somebody else won't say, 
<laughs> so that we can talk about it more because otherwise I think we could get maybe not in a four-way tie, but we're going to have a couple people tied on this, I think. I'm going to say Cape May Cafe because I know some of you are going to say some of these other ones for one thing, but the uh, Cape May Cafe is all-you-can-eat seafood and they have crab legs, which we do not get usually here sometimes we used to go to our local casino that has all you can eat buffet and get crab legs but we did not get them very often and so i think that's why i love that resort so much it's very relaxing it's set at the beach club so you feel like you're kind of at the beach excuse me we've always had amazing service there and they also have american food besides for people if they don't like or not that seafood's not american but i mean they have like pizza and fried chicken and things for people that don't really care for seafood the other cool thing about them is it's this i said it was all you can eat but their dessert bar is all you can eat and they have these little like one bite desserts so if you can't decide between a key lime pie and a creme brulee and something else you can just take the little they're literally little cups about the size of a quarter and they put a little bite size of the desserts and then you don't feel guilty. You can make a little sampler platter. So I think that that is a good reason for me to pick this as one of my favorites. I'm going to say it's one of my favorites. I'm not going to talk about all my favorites because we don't have that much time. <laughs> so Brad, I'm interested to see what you pick. I think I'm going to have to go with the Grand Floridian Cafe at the Grand Floridian Resort. And that is because solely because of the lobster burger that you can get there. And generally what we've done the last couple of times, when Joey's with us, we will order three of them, three burgers, so that Joey and I can have one and a half burgers each. It's that good. I mean, we are rolling out of there by the time it's done, but it is worth every calorie of that burger. And they they say I'm a bottomless fit when I eat, but I'm usually not a fast eater, but... With, the, with that burger, the first time I got that burger, I think I ate the whole thing in under a minute. No, it was under five minutes for sure. But I do want you guys to explain that burger because I was picturing a burger made a lot of lobster, but that's not what it is. So explain what it is. It's, it's a beef burger and it's got like a lobster sauce on it. And then it's got pieces of lobster like on top of all the beef. Yeah, it's pieces. It's pieces of lobster, but it's the combination. They do it so great. That it just, it's just, I don't know if it's because we're so hungry, we've been walking all day around the parks or what, because we usually do that as a dinner, but it's so, so good. I, I got to give, tip my hat to that. I love Ohana. That would have been my other choice, but. But you know, somebody else in our family is going to pick that. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. So I'm going to have to give it to Grand Floridian Cafe on this round. And Kaylee, what are you thinking for yours? For your choice. Well, same. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> I'm going back and talking about my second choice or my second winner. Same in which which one, me or mom? You. You. Because of the lobster burger. But also, I do remember I don't eat it in under a minute. I'm not Joey. I savor <laughs> mine. I also remember, though, two other things. The desserts there, if I'm not mistaken, you can get like a little long platter and they give you three different desserts that are 
larger than the ones mom was talking about, but you get three. And then sometimes we like, and you can choose your combination of three. There's not only three you can choose. And so sometimes we share off of that. The other thing is we've just had really good, we've been there less than some of the other places. We've had really good service there every time. That's true. That is true. I think all four of us have gone together twice. But dad and I have been three times, I believe, because we went on our father-daughter trip. So we went a third time. And every time the service was really good. Yeah. And so that's why it won over for me. My second choice would be the Ohana dinner. Uh, But yeah, I think I chose Grand Floridian just because that burger is so unique to there. So yeah. All right, Joey. I think we all know what your answer is. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm about to surprise Kaylee on that. The way she said Ohana dinner, uh, I think she thought I was gonna say Ohana breakfast is my favorite. And uh, if you'd asked me that a year ago, I would have said yes, definitely. But last year we went to the Ohana dinner, and that one I, th- I think I can confidently say is beaten out the Ohana breakfast for me. So I'm gonna say the Ohana dinner specifically is my all-time favorite restaurant. It is really good. Talk about the foods, Joey. And oh my gosh, just if, if any meat you can think of. Just on a stick, as much as you want, comes around family style. Like, it's like a buffet, but instead of having to go up to get it, it's just right at your table. And, oh my gosh, I just love the Ohana dinner. And the Ohana breakfast is great, too. I, I That's easily my second place. But I just, that, that Ohana dinner was something else. And I forget what the dessert was there. Bread pudding. The bread pudding? Yeah, that was amazing. And you got a strawberry daiquiri that was non-alcoholic and you were like i think i got the uh, pina colada oh yeah yeah you did i got the strawberry daiquiri i think that was alcoholic i can't remember but yeah whatever it was you were like this is so good yep i got that a lot that trip but like just about any of the places that you got a drink i was like i'll get a pina colada without alcohol (laughs) why not it didn't matter what we got at that restaurant we were all rolling out of there by the time oh my gosh that is the most miserable i've ever been I, I had never, I hadn't seen what they would serve there. So they brought out like the noodles and everything. And I was like, oh man. And you guys are looking at me like I'm crazy. It wasn't until they brought out the meat that I realized why you were looking at me like that. I was like, oh no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, because you had eaten so many of those noodles, which I got to tell you, um, during the pandemic, I remember um, somebody that lives in Florida posting that, <laughs> do you think that uh, Disney would do uh, delivery service from Ohana. I'm I'm yearning <laughs> some uh, of their noodles and dumplings right now, and I would totally agree. We all love Ohana, so I knew Joey was going to probably pick that, which is why I knew I had to pick something else. But before we close out, I want to talk about the Surf and Turf Club. We went there for three Christmases, or well, actually two Christmases and a New Year's Eve. So I definitely want to give a shout out to at the Saratoga Springs. Definitely a restaurant worth going to. It is a nicer restaurant. You, they don't have a dress code, but I would encourage you to know your if you wear t-shirts, shorts, and flip-flops, you're going to look out of place because it seems like more uh, people dress up for that one. Even if they don't have families, th- like couples and stuff like this, they'll, they'll like have on a dress and a suit. You do not have to do that. And we did not do that. But we also didn't wear just look like we just came out of the park either. Either. just so you don't look awkward is all I'm telling you. You can do what you want at your vacation, obviously. And the other one is California Grill. We've also had that for at least three Christmases that I can remember. And it's just amazing on the top of the contemporary and the view is amazing. It's especially amazing if there's firework 
perks, which we all know are not currently there. Um, I sw- I would have bet money, Kaylee, that you were going to say California Grill because I can't remember what we got the last time we were there and you're like, we are so here every Christmas. This is awesome. And I can't even remember what it was. It might have been the sushi. Who knows? Um, but they make their sushi in-house at California Grill and it's just, it's nothing to be beat. And that's the thing that's hard about this is trying to pick the unique styles of Disney and then doing it Disney, it's always better than anything that you have outside of Disney. So it's really hard to choose. Would you guys agree? Yes. Yes. Especially with the, especially with those resort restaurants, I would say other than like Ohana breakfast and Ohana dinner, most of those restaurants are like tied for third place with for me. California Grill wasn't even in my mind until <laughs> you said it. I mean, to me, that's a kill. That's a killer one too. I thought you would pick that. I mean, it is two dining points if you're on the plan. Now, are other ones two dining points or are all the ones we talked about, are they one point? Everything else is one. Ohana dinner is one? Yes, they changed it about a year and a half ago. And I think that's probably why I would tip my hat to some of the other ones. They might not be as great as the contemporary on the top of the contemporary, but the ambiance and it's not two point it's not two dining points either. The other ones are just one dining point. Correct. Yeah. I would also say for California Grill, I would say the difference because that would probably be up there like if I had to pick three, it's it would be Grand Floridian Cafe, Ohana, and California Grill would be the three for me. Again, all the other ones are great, but those three would be top for me. And I think they're different because at Grand Floridian Cafe, every time we go, we got that lobster burger the first time and I've gotten nothing else there. It's like when we go there, I'm like, I'm getting a lobster burger here. I already know. But at California Grill, their menu changes. So I've tried different things there. And I think that would be the difference is because I can go to California Grill and know that I'm going to get something different. And even if it's different, I'm going to like it. And then Grand Floridian Cafe is I can go there and get the lobster burger and be happy. I still miss the original, the, the year that we went that first time. I still miss that spicy ramen. Yeah, that was the first thing you ever had there. That was the first. That was when I first started branching out and trying new things. Oh, what have we done to you? <laughs> <laughs> what a food to try on your branch out. Spicy ramen. Spicy ramen from California Girl. It was delicious. <laughs> yeah. Well, this has been a lot of fun, you guys. Thanks for helping me share our favorites with all of our listeners. A few final reminders before we sign off. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to book a trip or just want a free quote, email mom at vicky, V-I-C-K-I-E dot black at yourstorytravel.com or call her at 636-373-4497. You can make a reservation for $200 refundable deposit. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, or on our Instagram, yourstorytravel underscore Vicky Black. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, everybody, I think it's about that time. Disney love. And pixie dust. No capes. Just keep swimming. Have a magical day, my friends. 